Welcome to the Thought Boss Podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm here to show you that all the help you need is already inside of you and that you're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. I'm glad you're here. Now let's turn you into a Thought Boss. Season two, episode six, Setting Boundaries with Toxic People, part one. All right, so first of all, I just finished recording this podcast and I realized my microphone wasn't plugged in, so we have done all the checks. (laughs) I have made sure my microphone is plugged in and ready to use, but it's kind of annoying. But luckily, the good thing is I actually write down all of my podcasts because I feel like I'm a better writer than I am a speaker. So it's all written down. I just am going to re-record it because it's going to sound a lot better. So I admit that this title is a little bit clickbaity because there's not really any such thing as a toxic person. Um, It's just kind of a thing we made up, but everybody kind of knows what it means. So when we say a person is toxic, what we mean is maybe like they spew negativity or they lie or they judge or they're so rude or maybe beyond rude, sometimes just cruel and deliberately so. Also a really big thing is that we will refer to somebody as toxic if they gaslight us. So for anyone not familiar with the term gaslighting, because I remember having to look it up at one point, um, if somebody gaslights you, it means that you say something, maybe share an experience or a problem or bring something up that they did or a memory that you have, and the person tells you that it never happened, that it wasn't a big deal, or that you're not remembering right, or that it was your fault that you did something wrong. Essentially, they invalidate you. So gaslighting is especially traumatic for most people because we find it really infuriating when people lie, especially blatantly, just right to our face, when we know that they know that they're lying, especially. It's really infuriating. Um, or when they don't acknowledge that we're hurting, especially when they're a parent or a friend or somebody who's a relative or somebody who's just older than you and that you felt like you could trust, um, but they won't acknowledge that you're hurting or that they cause pain. So it's just part of our natural, normal human desires to be understood. And for somebody to say, I get you, like this is a huge desire that we have is to not feel alone and for people to acknowledge when we're in pain. It makes us feel like it's okay for us to feel pain or like it wasn't okay for that thing to happen. So what's really interesting about people gaslighting us is that the reason it hurts so bad is because someone will gaslight you and then you'll use that to gaslight yourself. So If, for instance, somebody did something to you and they're like, oh yeah, that never happened. I would never do that. Or like, you shouldn't feel like that. Then you'll gaslight yourself and be like, oh, I guess there's something wrong with me. Like they're right. Maybe I am remembering it wrong. Maybe it's not so bad. So that just adds insult to injury. Um, So when somebody gaslights you, you don't have to tell yourself that I'm wrong or that something is wrong with you. In fact, we want to do the opposite. When somebody gaslights you, you need to do the opposite of gaslighting yourself. And that will come from some self-talk. And it might sound something like, I honor my own feelings. I may be the only one 
who feels this way and that's okay. It doesn't mean that I'm wrong. Um, I recognize that I may be the only person who sees this situation that's okay or this way and that's okay. I am here to validate my own feelings and experiences regardless of how other people interpret it. So this starts to get tricky though. Because if we spend a lot of time going over and over all the things that people have done to us, we get into the land of victimhood. And that's a really terrible place to be. Because when you're the victim, you don't have any control over how you feel. People made you feel bad. They caused you to feel sad and defeated and lonely and awful about yourself. Now that's not true, but we really want to believe it's true when we're the victim. Now, this would be a good time to go back and listen to some of my earlier podcasts that explain in detail what circumstances are, which is like the things that people say and do, and then the thoughts that we have about circumstances. Because the important distinction is that your thoughts about the circumstance, they're optional. So for now, I'm going to give you an example of a healthy and an unhealthy way to look at things. Um, And first, I'm actually going to do the unhealthy one. Okay, so... If you were telling your friend about an experience in your childhood, you might say something like, my mom was so mean to me growing up. She would tell me that I was ugly and I needed to fix my nose. She would lock me out of the house sometimes if I was late and not open the door until morning. She was the worst mom and because of her, I have trust issues and I struggle with my self-esteem. Now this analysis is 100% in victim mode. And you would probably feel really justified in thinking that you struggle with self-esteem now because of your mom. And your friend might say something like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you went through that. She's so awful. And you would tell her how your mom has never acknowledged what she did and you'll hold it against her and you won't trust her. And your friend is going to tell you, oh yeah, of course, like I would never trust her. I wouldn't even spend time with her. And this will feel really good in the moment to you. But it still leaves you with a problem that you can't solve because you believe that the problem was created by something that somebody else did. Now, my job as your life coach is not to validate your story. I will validate your feelings. I will recognize you're in pain, you're hurting. I will listen to all of the things. But if I let you stay in victim land, it takes away your power. You can't change anything from that place. So here's that conversation, but from a healthier perspective, something that maybe you would have been able to grow into. It's okay if the first conversation is you or was you, but this is another version of it, which by the way, is not based on my own experience or any other particular persons. It's just something I kind of made up. So when I was young, my mom would say things like, you're so ugly, you need a nose job. And when I was late for my curfew, she would lock the door and I would have to sleep outside until morning. I felt so alone and misunderstood. I don't know why she was like that, but I don't think it's appropriate to do the things that she did. I know her behavior is based on her own insecurities and weaknesses. So when I'm a parent, my childhood will inform me and I think that I'll make better choices. I trust myself to make better choices. I used to believe that I was really ugly, and I know that's because I trusted my mom. I believed the lies that she would tell me, but it simply doesn't matter what she thinks anymore. I'm not going to try to guess why she did those things. It's none of my business. All I know is I won't put myself in that position to allow that kind of abuse ever again. I know who I am. 
regardless of how my mom treated me or what happened in my childhood, I know that her issues are not my fault. Do you see the difference between these two conversations? One is about staying stuck in the version of you that was created as a child. Nobody can blame you for believing your mom. We get it. As kids, your parents are supposed to be the people that you trust because that's all that you have. And your child brain isn't developed enough to notice that our parents have issues. And we also don't have enough experience with other people's parents, with TV, with movies, to know if something is seriously wrong in our own home or our own childhood. So what ends up happening is we'll blame ourselves if they blamed us. And we believe everything that they tell us about them, about us, about our circumstances, no matter how hurtful or damaging it might be, because you don't have that kind of a filter as a kid. But as an adult, it's completely optional to stay there. There is no reason to hold on to beliefs that you developed as a kid just because you've had them for a long time. Now is the time to grow out of it. You're capable and you have permission to see things in a different way and to acknowledge that the way other people treated you is based on who they are and what they experienced and not who you really are. They may have never grown up and grown out of that really unhealthy place. In fact, a lot of people who gaslight were gaslighted themselves. This is not an excuse. This is just perspective. And sometimes that's not the case at all, but it's none of your business why they did the thing that they did or said the thing that they said. The only thing that's your business is how you're going to respond to it right now. You're allowed to change what you think right now. Now there's nothing wrong with you. If you've been in victim mode, maybe your entire life, that's your default. That's my default. Our brain just believes that everything is happening to us and that it's the fault of our environment that we are the way that we are and that we have the things that we have and feel the way that we feel. The truth is that your world is actually created by the thoughts that you choose to think every day, the things that you think about yourself and your spouse and your family and your home and your town. All of those things, your experience of your life is created by the things that you believe But the thing is, you get to decide what you want to believe about those things. And you could just choose the beliefs that totally serve you and make you feel good and equip you to be able to be the best version of yourself that you can be. So you might want to notice some of the beliefs that you have that are just kind of floating around in your brain that pop up every once in a while, or maybe they pop up all the time. So some of mine that still pop up, but don't feel as heavy because I choose not to believe them anymore, but they're still there as like the ghosts of my insecurities. Um, Things like I'm messy, I'm irresponsible, I'm not very tough, I'm unorganized, I'm unwanted, I'm unloved, I have to earn the love of other people. I don't need anyone and I can't trust anyone. Everyone will always let me down. Now those things don't sting quite as much as they used to. They're, They're more like faint ghosts compared to the very concrete structures that they used to be. So it takes a little while, sometimes, not that long, to get to a place where you're not believing the things that people have told you your whole entire life. It takes practice, thinking, 
over and over again, the things that you want to believe about yourself. I do this work every day and I would love to help you ditch your past self in victimhood and step into the version of you that knows who you are, that trusts yourself and that no longer allows people to treat you the way that they have because you're worth it and you're valuable and you're beautiful and you're so lovable that I wish I could give you a big hug right now. In fact, I wish we could just have a conversation in my living room, on my couch, in front of the fire with big cuddly blankets and hot chocolate and just hug each other. And just, I just want you to know in this moment that it's okay if you're hurt because of things that people did to you in the past, but it doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean that you deserved it. It doesn't mean that you're not worthy of love. I don't know what it means, but it doesn't mean that. I would love to just let you cry. (laughs) And you might be crying because you feel for the first time in your life that it's okay to be you and it's okay to acknowledge that you were hurt. If your soul is craving that, please sign up for a free call with me. It is the best and the quickest way to move forward if this all really resonates with you. The next episode I'm doing is about how to set up boundaries with people who may have hurt you in the past or continue to hurt you. This is going to be such an important episode because we're coming into the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, maybe even Halloween you might be spending with your family or people that you have a history with that you're not quite sure how to set boundaries and how that works. So I promise that is coming out tomorrow and you're going to want to listen to it on repeat and send it to all of your friends because the holidays are just an interesting time that we think they're supposed to be amazing and wonderful. But for most people or a lot of people, maybe half of people, we have like a little bit of bittersweetness going into the holidays because we know that we're expected to spend time with family. So I want to give you permission to process the things that have happened and to set appropriate boundaries for your situation. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. I'm going to help you navigate whether you want to spend holidays with your family, whether you don't, and how to be your best self and actually enjoy your holiday without having toxic people ruin them for you. All right. I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. You're amazing. Hey, it's me, Nicole. If you want to get behind the scenes of the one and only Thought Boss, that's me. Come and stalk me on Instagram. I'm at Thought Boss Coaching. Or if you're ready to finally ditch imposter syndrome and anxiety and start changing the world like you know you were born to, your dreams are literally one phone call away. To sign up for a free consultation, just head to thoughtbosscoaching.com or find me on Instagram and send me a message. 